This is an Alternerd Reality Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Alternate Reality Podcast special episode where we break down the first six episodes of WandaVision. What a fucking television series, my guys and girls. I'm one of your returning hosts, Chewbacca84, and joining me as always is Da Hooch. Yay! Can't wait to break this sucker down. Oh, yeah. And Vision's biggest fan, Hebrew Hammer. How are you, dude? Ugh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Intro. Bro. Hey, worst one ever. Help me, Wanda. Help me wonder. <laughs> this TV series, we all went in not knowing what to expect. And oh, yeah. for the first three episodes, I think we kind of went, I didn't know what this is. It was it was enjoying the little snippets that were giving away as we went. But the last two episodes, lads, it has gone zero to a hundred. It yeah. has been awesome. Yes. Awesome. 100%. Yes. Yes. Now, this is a spoiler cast, folks. If you don't know what that means is, it means that if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, if you keep listening to this, you're going to get real mad at us. So my suggestion (laughs) is, if you haven't watched up to episode six, put down the phone, take off your headphones, walk away. You do not want to listen to this because there is going to be spoilers. Spoilers three times to get us out of legal trouble. Spoilers. (laughs) Well, nerd legal troubles. Like We don't want to be held up in nerd court for breaking the contract, right? Yes, there's going to be spoilers. Did anybody tell you that? <laughs> there's going to be what? Spoilers. Oh, okay. I get it now. now. All right. <laughs> Let's go back to episode one. Let's talk about what we've missed because we, we talked about doing this weekly, but uh, I think doing a mid-season and season is probably the way to go. Yeah. So the very first yeah. episode, we were in black and white. Uh, we were set in uh, Vision having a, a computational services job, which is pretty <laughs> interesting. And this one was the, I think it's I Dream of Genie nod, right? No, I, it's uh, 1950s, so that would be I Love Lucy. I Love Lucy. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You are 100% correct. That's what I meant to say, but used words that weren't correct. <laughs> so <laughs> what do we think, man? Um. For for me, this one was the first time. It was a little better going through. The second time, it was it was hard to go through. But um, mm-hmm. it was I appreciate it because I know what they were trying to do as far as styling was concerned, and they definitely achieved that. And I respected that they did it so well because I do believe that there was a high degree of fidelity to the original styling of the show. So I totally appreciate that. I think the comedy was just like it. And um, yeah, they just they just, you know, followed that that script to a T, I think. But for me, I just could not resonate with that show. I could never sit down and watch an episode of I Love Lucy and think it was funny. Like I didn't laugh once through it. I thought it was all just like I was just waiting for things to happen the whole time because it was just not drawing me in. So although I have that appreciation, I will not say that it did a bad job of anything. It's just for me, this episode, it wasn't it wasn't there for me. Luckily, at the very end, you get like a little taste. And so that that kept me on board a little bit. And, um, you know, I'm not going to go into the next episode yet, but. It was, you saw progressively, they gave you more and more meat on the bone that that would hold you over to the next episode. So this, on this first one, there was just a little bit. And so, 
you know, I wish there was more. I understand what they were trying to do, but that was how it was for me. I know you guys kind of differ on that a little bit, but that was that was where my head's at. Yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, with this with this whole freaking show, I've been loving it from the get go. Like when you start off in the, you know the 1950s, paying uh, homage or whatever you want to call it to the shows, you know, I Love Lucy, and then the Dick Van Dyke Show. When you get closer to like the sex, 60s and stuff, like. I get it. I it's it's all part of the fact that, you know, I don't want to get too far into where we get later on, but this is a reenactment of what someone believes like TV show life what was. And so the fact that it's not funny even though the laugh track comes in at all the wrong times, that to me feels purposeful. It's not it's trying to be funny, but it's not because you know, the orchestrator, the person who's creating all of this is not a writer. They're not a comedic writer. So to them, they think that these weird little uh, things that happen are supposed to be funny. But to the rest of us, they're not. We're just scratching our heads going, what is this we're looking at? This is this is weird. It's supposed to not make it make you feel like you're watching this TV show, but you're watching something that is out of place. And I think it succeeds in doing that. And the first sort of two big things that happened in this episode as well is, first of all, we got our first, what I think is red herring, which was mm-hmm. the neighbor Agnes. Yes. Yeah. That she would sort of, this is where they set up that whenever they conveniently needed some sort of like plot MacGuffin to solve whatever this little new crisis that popped up, Agnes would be like magic, poof, just magically there, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. instantly everyone was just like, okay, who is she? Which mm-hmm. which bad which bad person is this? Uh, and you start to see like a lot of people going off the deep end about who it might be. And then towards the end of it, we saw our first, I guess, hint that Hebrew was alluding to of what might be happening here in that the two guests at their house, uh, when Mr. Hart, which is Vision's boss in this story, mm-hmm. uh, starts choking on food. And then all of a sudden, like the facade kind of drops. Yeah. And the two other people there at the table are like, wait, who am I? Where are we? What is this? And then all of a sudden, like magic, it's gone. And it looks like at that point that no one in the room seems to have an idea. It looks like Vision, Wanda, and the two guests. Um, the wife of which we should point out is Kitty from um, that 70s show, show mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. is always great to see her um, you yeah. know, playing the same role again. So. <laughs> Yeah, so we all left going, okay, I think I get what this is. They're going to set up the mystery as we go. That it's opened a few little mystery boxes and left it for later at the end of that episode. And then, of course, we moved on to episode two. Wait, wait, a few yep. questions. Can I point out before we move on sure. to the second episode? Yeah. All right, so first of all, I do want to mention, just because I think this is important for later on, do we all agree that going in, they both did not, seem to know genuinely what was going on as far as like what was happening where they were why they were there they knew they had this purpose but they didn't really know what was going on i will say that it the first time i watched it i definitely thought Mm -hmm. that was the case but i will Mm -hmm. say with the jump cut there was a second on the second watch through before we even had the spoilers recently that Mm -hmm. wanda was kind of like aware but like she got wiped too. So there was a bit of confusion there that looked like she was aware, but then not at the same time. So I, I will right. say that, yeah, I didn't think that she was controlling everything at this point. I thought she was manipul- being manipulated by someone else. 
Right. Okay. And then I, I will say I also loved that scene, just as you said, where the facade kind of drops, the laugh track goes away, you get the silence in the background, and um, she, I, I forgot, what was her name again from that well, 70s It's Mr. Show? and Mrs. Hart. That's, so it's Mrs. Yeah, Hart. Yeah, yeah, I forgot the name of the actual actress, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but she played that so fucking well, because I just watched all of it over again today, mm-hmm. and I forgot how well she played that role at the dinner scene where he's choking, because she keeps saying stop it yeah. over and over again. And at first it's a joke. And then as everything drops, it, it you like see the desperation in her eyes mm-hmm. of like telling her to stop it. But she has to like laugh while she's saying it over and over again. It was a really good, dramatic and genuinely creepy scene. So um, really cool. Obviously revealed some stuff. But um, yeah, that was that was a uh, pretty interesting. So I just wanted to touch back on that. There's some, I guess, some speculation that. Uh, Wanda caused Mr. Hart to start choking. Oh, I think that that was the case. Okay, okay. I, I just I didn't know if you yeah. agreed with that because you know it was right at that point where they were asking. I don't what think their story it was, was purposefully though. I I don't think it was purposely though. I think that she was the cause of it, but I don't think that she really meant to do it. I think that it was something because I she didn't know. Really I know think what that, was going well, especially on. now, like if you apply like what we know now, uh, and this is obviously you know mm-hmm. r- going right to the spoilers of future right, episodes. Right, right. We know that she's <laughs> yeah. doing this, and she's a hundred percent aware of what she's doing. And with the very latest episode, we know that she knows it's wrong, right? Because of a question she asked Pietro, she said to him, "Wait, so you don't think what I'm doing is wrong?" Right, we'll come back to that. So she's aware, mm-hmm. and yeah. she's controlling everything, and to the point where, when things go awry, if- like people say shit mm-hmm. like, "Wait, do you want me to take that from the top? Do you want me to do that again?" Right, because they're like, mm-hmm. "This wasn't the way it was supposed to go." Like they know what Wanda wants them to do, and with this one, the fact that when the facade dropped, that uh, Mrs. Hart was so stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it it definitely seemed like she might've been driving it. So I'm kind of on that team there. Yeah. I think that she did it. I don't know why she was aware at the beginning because the way that she acted on it, 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 it happened as soon as someone, as he asked the question and she was getting pressured and she didn't know the answer. Then it started to, started to happen. Like she definitely was the cause of it, but I don't think that she intentionally made that happen. And then she was kind of shocked by it. And it seemed like that was the case all the way up for the first at least like couple of episodes and then it was slowly revealing to herself that that she she was starting to realize that oh i'm causing this more and more things kept happening and then i think she put the puzzle pieces together more uh, more quickly than anyone else did mm-hmm. but i definitely don't think that she was aware in the first few episodes well see well, episode but, um, two i think already like if we jump into that one now like instantly yes. you know sure. that she's yep. aware like so this is why yes. i don't think that's necessarily the case because this was the one instead in the 1960s. Okay. Is this the Brady House? Was that this one? What was this? Uh, uh, no, that was this one's the Bewitched. One. Oh, this yes. is Dream of Genie. Sorry, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is the one that had the talent show where he swallows the gum and and then the yep. introduction yep. of the character Geraldine, which obviously everyone that was a Marvel fan was looking for because we all knew Monica Rambeau was going to be in this story somewhere, and of course you're assuming yeah. that that was yeah. her. So. For those of you that are watching this and are like, wait, I don't understand the significance of this chick, especially because they referenced her knowing Captain Marvel. This is yep. from the Captain Marvel movie. Um, her, what was her uh, best friend's name? The African-American lass? 
I cannot remember what her first Something name Rambo, was. Something Rambo, obviously. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. What her first name is in the thing? Uh, Regina, right? Regina Rambo? Is it really? Mm. Or I think I think it was at least Regina in the show. Are you thinking like, of Mingo? Her name was Regina. No. Huh? What do you... <laughs> I don't think so. Wait are, you ta- wait, are you talking about Monica's name when she jumped into Wanda's show? No, 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 no. So Monica Rambo you... is the daughter from the Captain Marvel yeah. uh, movie, right? But we're tra- we're asking yes. what the yeah. mom's yeah, name was back then. Was... We can't remember. Oh, yeah. doesn't matter. I thought you were talking about in the show. No, because you were wrong okay. there. It was Geraldine. It's Geraldine. <laughs> Geraldine. Which I literally okay. said at the start I of this sentence. Like... Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I, missed, I missed that part. Right, okay, I okay. Was I was trying to remember the mom's apparently name. I was wrong. Because they referenced her in this show as well, that she went on to like head up. Uh, you know this this whole division yeah. of sword, which obviously we started yeah. to get our first taste that sword was going to be, you know the uh, not antagonist, but they were certainly going to be like part of the whole setting up the narrative. A part of it, yeah. Yep, because we saw the helicopter crash, like we saw there was a toy helicopter that was in mm-hmm. color, mm-hmm. and then of course towards the end of it, uh, there's the radio, uh, which we know later on is actually um, uh, what's the FBI agent's name? Wu. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. through. And then uh, there's all the lead up to the talent show. There's Dottie as well. So if you think about this episode, mm-hmm. the yep. amount of times that Wanda edits, you have uh, at the start, there's the conversation with Dottie where she edits there with yeah. the broken glass. Isn't that this episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That is this episode. Yeah. Then there's the helicopter and then there's the beekeeper. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think um, the beekeeper one is the stronger uh, thing there, but I don't I don't think that once again she was aware for the first one. Um, she looked genuinely confused with the helicopter, for instance. But the, what, what about the conversation with Dottie though? That one's on pretty. But the overt. conversation with Dottie, I think I think once again she didn't know because she seemed genuinely confused whenever that was happening, and then she kind of snapped out of it. And that was the edit, I think. I think she unconsciously edited that. Like her mind kind of shut it down. So yeah, I don't I don't think she knew about that one. It I I would say like there is more credence to the one with the uh, um the dude in the, the thing that came out of the sewer. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe that's when she had just started to realize that it's her being able to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was before that, but yeah, I like, I did forget about that one part. So I think it was maybe then. So one of the fan theories I, out there could actually lead uh-huh. to you being right. I'll let Hooch finish that thought first. Yeah. I mean, what I was going to say is I, I mean, I think she's more cognizant than she's letting on to be. Cause I think really what she's trying to do is maintain that facade, even though she fully knows like maybe she's not like a hundred percent like oh i'm controlling every little thing but she has more of an agency and more of an understanding of what's going on but why would she do it whenever she's alone why would she act so confused when she's alone or in front of people that's not vision like people that it wouldn't matter well because remember she's projecting anything everyone in the town or outside for a matter yeah and but i mean like if like to the people that um I don't think she cares about the outside at all, but as far as like the people that are inside, she knows that they're under, if she knew, she knows that they're under her control. So she wouldn't have a problem Mm -hmm. being like, she wouldn't be acting confused around them. There'd be no point in that. So it would only be to keep the illusion going for vision basically. So remember though, at one point, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Monica says, Hey, 
the reason why stuff goes in and gets changed, she's physically, she's changing it when it crosses the barrier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll automatically change. So the way to get past that is to send something that looks like it matches that era. So the confusion right. could simply just be like, I changed this. Why does this look in color? This should be in black and white. Well, I think, and that's another thing. Like, she doesn't know why that's in color. Like, because if she was controlling it, why would she not know that it was in? Actually, the other well, she not made it in color. again. She's not necessarily like not controlling it so much as she set up that barrier. This is her reality. The reality that's in right now is this era. Anything that comes into contact with that reality should automatically transform transform into something from that era. And also, don't forget. The sword symbol is on that helicopter. So that could mm-hmm. also be what mm-hmm. she's focusing on going, what the hell, what is going on? Why are they here? They shouldn't, you know. I think if she was aware, she would know then exactly what's going on and not be confused, but be more like concerned. So not be looking quizzically at the item, but more like, oh, fuck, they know. Well, again, the, the, quizzic part, the quizzical part could be, do they know? Are they here? Was this an accident? Did they send this in for me? So, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can interpret that look as you know different questions she could be asking all of which lead you know eventually to the fact that she knows what's going on but she doesn't have a hundred percent knowledge of what's going on outside obviously for me it was pretty clear but i get i get what you're saying um but this was also when they threw in the red herring again i know this doesn't have to do exactly what we're talking about just to but like whenever uh agnes came by and as soon as she picked that you know up the helicopter and she was looking at it for a little too long, you know, then Agnes popped in again. And I think that gives credence to that original theory most people had going in where Agnes was, you know, Agatha, uh, like the or Agatha. Is it Agnes or Agatha? Well, Agnes. Well, the theory is that Agnes is Agatha. Oh, OK. Yeah. I thought it was Mephisto. No, that Mephisto is so we're coming for that. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Oh shit! Okay, well then I'm interested to hear this because I have not. I didn't mm. realize that. So, so let me let me from. link that theory into where you're at because it could. Sure. You might be right in the sense that you're saying she's unaware mm. up until the end of episode two, right? You're saying that she right. realizes what she's doing with the beekeeper, but before that, right. she has no idea, right? Yeah, I think that's when she finally realizes, oh shit, I can do this. Okay. Like she had an inkling right as the so guy came So you could up, make a leap then, it out because worked. the only thing that really changed mm-hmm. at that point is that Wanda was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could say with yeah. your theory that somehow her pregnancy sort of broke that illusion, if you will. I don't think that's the case. I think she's known the whole time. But let's mm-hmm. say that you're right, that there could be something to do with her kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, could be. yeah, and then I mean okay. that's part of the theory also is the fact that you you have a lot of subliminal messaging about you know you need kids you need kids because remember the whole thing about the talent show was for the children, and up to then mm-hmm. there aren't any children, you don't see any children. Yeah, yeah. So in the comics, Hebrew, uh, Wanda's kids mm-hmm. are actually parts yeah. or shards of Mephisto's soul. Yes. Okay. Yep. And they develop which, powers okay, of their so own, which more... we've now seen. So they mm-hmm. seem to be following canonically that those two characters. Because what, what are the characters' name? It's Speed and... No, it's, it, I think it's Impulse and Wiccan, right? Oh, Wiccan, yeah. I thought it was Speed and Wiccan. It might was be it Impulse and you, You're probably I it, right. I think it is Speed. Is it Speed? I think it is Speed. I can't remember. Yeah. Either way, yes. So um, they are part of that. So in the original storyline, Mephisto got destroyed by the Fantastic Four, I think. 
Jeez, it's been a long time. And then, yeah, basically, uh, in Wanda's grief, she accidentally summoned, using the power of uh, some sh parts of his soul that were shattered to actually create two children. So Wanda's grief is, like, reaching out and bringing it. So the theory could be that, like, she's using these fragments of the powerful sections of Mephisto's soul. Who knows how he was destroyed in this world? Like, mm -hmm, uh, could you right. imagine they link this into the Eternals? Because he's basically, like, the devil of this universe what if the eternals broke him apart and wanda's accidentally bringing pieces back together like what if that well, i'm sure they're going to explain that so that would be a good way to tie in the eternals that's what i mean right things. there's a lot of things you so, could yeah. do if this is mephisto so the biggest yeah. thing this actually happened in the latest episode episode six this because we're talking about mephisto we kind of need to go there yeah. is yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone is really jumping on what pietro yelled out in this episode as the kids ran away where as the kids oh, run yeah. he says unleash hell demon spawn demon yeah. spawn yeah so they're right. saying that pietro is probably mephisto well so i i think okay good um, no i was going to say is he may not be mephisto but because he has as we've seen in in the the sixth episode he has you know, intimate knowledge as to everything that's going on because he's calling Wanda out on a bunch of different stuff that's happening. He knows he's yeah. fully aware and he tells her. And endorsing it too. Yeah, he's like, you don't yeah. need to tell me, you know, and everything. I know, I know what's happening. You called me here. You brought me here. So I know everything that's going on. You know, unlike Vision who, you know, doesn't know. But then you also- Genuinely, doesn't, genuinely know. doesn't know. And he's figuring things out. But you also get that glimpse that, you know, it is still Pietro's body because you see that flash where he has the bullet holes in him and the he's dead. Bullet holes, yeah. yeah, so it's like she's reanimated him in in this reality somehow. Yeah, and I I like I do agree that it is it is Mephisto. I I didn't think that it was um, Agnes, but which now because I didn't even know that that was a, a character or what was the Agatha Agatha Agatha. Agatha. Realized that Agatha was a character, which now makes even more sense because the name was Agnes. So that's funny that I just was totally unaware of that part. Mm -hmm. I thought it was Mephisto the whole time, just from my little bit of light reading from beforehand. Mm -hmm. I just didn't. I thought Ag Agnes was Mephisto. Obviously, I don't think that really anymore, unless she's really playing the part. Well, but um, here's what you guys are saying. It's Ralph. Well, here's what leads a little bit more is the brooch that she's wearing. She's always wearing that. She's wearing Ag Agnes is always wearing a brooch that has something that looks like witches on it. Well, is Agnes or Agatha? Could it be Agatha and Mephisto? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the com in the comic books, there's so much weirdness that goes on with you know Agnes or sorry Agatha and you know and Mephisto. So who knows what they're leading up to? But there's so many different possibilities. I feel like that makes more sense then, because if if there's so much stuff on Agnes, I feel like that's where people are going to go first. She's purposely a red herring. And then it would be cool if she is actually like what they are leading people to think, but she's not really the head honcho of this whole ruse. She could actually be being controlled a little bit herself by Mephisto because power, re power wise is Mephisto higher ranking than Agatha is. Uh, that's the part where I'm not 100. percent I'm pretty sure he is. He is like yeah. the devil. Like he's, he's, like, yeah. he's gone yeah, toe exactly. to toe with Thanos before. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I like I I feel like he would be. So, um, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna call my shot right now and say that is Agatha, and then <laughs> I like your theory of of Ralph being 
um, Mephisto because that makes a lot of fucking sense. And now I'm like, shit, they really haven't shown you Ralph once yet. Yeah. And that would be a really good way to do and it. And don't forget about Agatha say, when, when what is it, Dottie or whatever says the devil's in the details and Agatha's and Ag- yeah. she says, that's not where he is. That's There's- not only where he is. Yeah, there's so many things that she does mm. that's so sketchy, and it could it could easily be like thrown away as like, oh, okay, now we know it's not her after this last scene, but I'm not convinced that she's not someone, that she's not having something to do with it. You know what I mean? Well, the other thing also is I think what you're seeing is it's starting to, well, un- until the very end, it was starting to break. It felt, it looked, felt like things were starting to break down. And, you know, whether it was Wanda becoming more, um, aware of what was going on and therefore not as as capable of keeping it under control mm-hmm. um versus just like okay well maybe think you know people are breaking out whatever i don't again i don't know well they 100%. got rid of that theory pretty quickly when she just yes. went full and yeah. just like expanded yeah. it to yeah. uh ripping out the entire um camp of sword yes. yeah yes. so do do you want to keep going through episode by episode? I know we got off and we're going back and forth a little bit. Do we still want to keep going canonically? Well, it kind of we certainly can. I mean, it certainly does open up at that point. Like once you get into mm-hmm. episode four, especially, uh, which was yeah. the real here we go. You know what I mean? Like that's where it yeah. started to uh, really rip out. So, yeah, episode three. Obviously, you've got uh, the boys and their rapid aging. Uh, so there's a oh, lot of that. Four. And what's that? No, that was three. Is it three with the rapid aging? That was the Brady. That was the Brady Bunch episode, the colored episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I, I just watched them all well, today. So yeah, okay. yeah. Because when she's gone through the birth, her abilities move things around the house. The power gets shut off for the whole town. Geraldine's still there at that point, which is Monica Rambo. Yeah. So she's still in town. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then they basically Geraldine basically starts pointing out. Uh, sorry, Agnes again is the one to point out to Wanda that didn't you notice that Geraldine doesn't have like a family? She doesn't seem mm-hmm. like she should be here. Yeah, and then she sort of breaks character and says, "Hey, Pietro got killed by Ultron," and she's like, "What the fuck?" Then she sees the sword pendant, and literally the ending of that is she throws her out of town. Yeah, yeah. Which then episode and four is where that- she wakes up, and we go through her storyline. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say there was also like um the neighbor Herb like, um Agnes was was talking to the neighbor. I forgot what his Herb. name was. Mm-hmm. Herb. Herb, that's right. Um and he kept trying to say something and she kept saying no. It looked like cuz she was like, "No, don't say it cuz we're scared." But like that could definitely be something too. Mhm where she's just trying to act scared, but she really just doesn't want him to fucking say. That's kind of like the first point where you start to think maybe Agnes isn't you know Agatha doesn't have as much control because yeah you know there's something obviously she's afraid of and it could be she's afraid of Mephisto or something yeah exactly but again like that's the part where they're like we can't tell you what's happening because you're controlling everything right that was the first time they threw suspicion (laughs) off of her yeah like out of all the episodes that was the first time they did that so then you're like oh okay so you start questioning things at that point yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah, so episode four now. So episode four, we basically cut to Monica Rambo. So she's waking up into a mm-hmm. world, and this is where they sort of do a little bit of flashback stuff. So we find out she was one of the people that was taken by the snap 
and mm-hmm. brought back by mm-hmm. the blip, which is still mm-hmm. the dumbest name ever. Um, and then finds her mother, Maria, was the name we were looking for. Maria Rambo. Maria, that's right. Uh, is basically then, yeah, goes back to work for the agency. And we get to come across one of my favorite side characters from the MCU, which is uh, FBI agent Jimmy Woo, who we haven't seen <laughs> since yeah. Ant-Man 2, I think. Yep. Was yeah? Was it Ant Man? He was he was kind of uh, kind of acting like the parole officer for Ant Man, which was hilarious in itself. Yeah, and he's a great actor. He's led to a lot of people saying, "Can we please have like Jimmy Woo in like a Marvel sort of X Files type thing, where he's just going through (laughs) looking after those weird cases that are like not Avengers level?" But yeah, that'd be so dope. I would totally watch the same man. He's he's a great actor, so I would love to see that absolutely so yeah then obviously they discover the static field because it's going back in time sort of this is like a bit of a you know rocky style montage showing everything that happened in the show up until that point from the points of view of the people on the outside so this is where you have darcy lewis comes back as well the actress from uh two broke girls slash uh thor as well yeah so it's great to see her come back um, now with yeah uh an astro she's now an astrophysicist which yep. before she was just like a poli sci major or something like that something like that i think she was working it was doctorates of something yeah yeah i think she was in if i remember correctly she was like in poli sci i remember it was something totally non-related but because i thought that that was strange that now she was in this field um i figured after the events with thor she she went back to school or something yeah but um so yeah, then episode four, as far as like the storyline of uh, Wanda and Vision is kind of a, it, it literally is, it's going nowhere. Like, cause it catches up and it ends at the same point as the last one does, because it goes right up until the point where it shows Wanda throwing her out. And the big reveal there when she throws out Monica Rambo is that she was aware, like she knew what she was yeah. doing when she, she threw her out. Knew. And then when she looks at uh, across at Vision, this is the first time that we see that vision is still dead yeah mm-hmm. right now i think it was this episode yes it was where they showed the footage of wanda breaking in and stealing vision's body before all this went down uh-huh yeah that was the deleted scene from endgame mm-hmm. that was the post credit scene from endgame that was what they were going to put in but they changed their mind Right. So that footage was done before they filmed WandaVision, apparently. Here's a weird thing. Sorry, I was just doing a, a research on something just real quick. But mm-hmm. it, uh, according to what I'm what I'm finding, this all takes place in 2023? It does? That's, yeah. Uh, this That's weird. But it's showing, like... Uh, what's her name coming out of the blip and getting launched straight into this which we know because of homecoming is yeah oh you yeah, no 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 the the events of wanda taking over westview that happens in 2023 because it, it the reason why i was looking it up is i was trying to confirm what uh hebrew was saying about darcy right so mm-hmm. she 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 did she she was a political science major right and then was a volunteer research assistant for jane foster and then it yeah, says by 2023, right. she has a doctorate in astrophysics. And she, do you know why this sword. makes sense? When did um, Infinity War release? 2018? Uh, was that Infinity? Was it 2018? Infinity was, War? Because 2019 was uh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. Now, remember, the events of Endgame are theoretically, what, five years after? 
Oh. I thought it was four, but yeah. yeah so no, if you do five. a time jump from 2018, five years to 2023. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, shit. I never actually thought about that, but of course yeah. it is. Of course it is. Because for a second there, I thought they're like setting this up in a timeline and then like some of the other, you know, um, TV shows are going to fill in the time difference. But yeah, you're right. Canonically, they're two years ahead of us now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it looks like the future's bright for Rona. You know, we're just going to look forward to uh, mutants taking over the world. So, which seems like a step up when they look like uh, Elizabeth Olsen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Or even Monica so, yeah. Rambo, right? Monica Rambo, absolutely. Do you think that they're going to give Monica Rambo powers? It certainly seems like they're going to after yes. that last yes. episode. Yeah, 100%. yes, it all it, it definitely is they, going that. They way. already set the stage for it. Now. Yeah, because she gets powers in the comic book. Yeah. yeah, well, she's getting her powers in the way that Hebrew didn't like the way that Captain Marvel got her powers. <laughs> that she's just a battery. Well, at least it's not. Alongside. I'm actually not as worried, not as upset about that because at least it's not directly from the stone. So. It's it's from a person who got some powers from, from the, the stone. stone that's no longer stone. <laughs> so you're you're okay with secondhand powers? Yeah. You're just he's not a okay Kevin with Bacon first. Well, kind I don't, of guy. I don't expect he's a Kevin them Bacon to be, kind of guy. It's all about yeah. the degrees of separation. For him. Yeah, I don't I don't expect them to be as strong as I expect her to be stronger than those because those are like yeah secondhand oh, or like a third. For patrons, this will make sense, but this is basically the nerd battle that we had. Anyway, we're gonna, I'm not going to waste another hour on no. this. Let's keep no. going with uh, with one division that can stay where it is. Okay. The patrons of her enough of that chat so uh now obviously everyone's aware of where we're at uh we're in episode five now so this is where it really ramped up so it didn't actually take as long when you think about it to ramp up especially because at this point at the end of episode four i don't think i've ever been madder that a tv show was only 26 minutes long than i was at the end of that episode i was like fuck let's go yeah and then i got then that moment was reset to the second worst by the very next episode which was literally yeah. the most angry I've ever been at a show being only 26 minutes long. So <laughs> in episode five, uh, we now have uh, Tommy and Billy uh, who uh, start off as young boys. And then mm-hmm. over the course of this, they immediately grow up a couple of times. So we've now got this theme that like, you know, they went from conception to born crazily quick. Now they're gone from born to, you know, uh, adolescent boys incredibly quick or 10 years old, I think it is uh, in the show. Yeah. And then this is where we start to see Vision really start to figure out that something's going wrong and that Wonder is the reason why. Because he comes across that mm-hmm. email that they managed to send in from the outside uh, to him, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then he puts his hand on the head of his uh, colleague who immediately freaks out. And uh, yeah, then uh, he's now on the hunt. He knows something's going wrong. And that leads to a confrontation at the end of that episode where I think Vision says to her, you can't control me like the others. And she yes. says very yeah. ominously, can't I? Yeah. 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 Which you're just like, okay, something's and- real bad here with Wanda. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course- they also- You go. Sorry, I was going to say, I wasn't sure if you were about to move on to the next episode or not. Oh, there's but, no uh, way I can move on that. without going to like one of the biggest nerd blowing mi- blowing of minds you've seen in the last couple of years. I don't think fans have freaked mm-hmm. out this hard since Endgame. I really don't in any other nerd thing I can think yeah. of. When all episode you keep hearing, what about your brother? What about your brother? And I'm like, oh shit, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And the door yeah. opens and not only is it her brother, 
but it is the X-Men franchise from Fox version of Pietro. To which point yep. everyone went, oh shit, they're going this route? And that's where the nerdverse split. You have people going, this is Mephisto fucking with her, right? Mm-hmm. At which mm-hmm. point, the where that argument can start to fall apart a little bit is why did he take that form? Why did he take the yeah. form of an actor yeah. who played the brother in a different universe? Yeah. That's right. the confusing part about the Mephisto being Pietro theory, right? Pietro is definitely yeah. aware yeah. of what's going on. But like all the fan theories get fucked so hard in episode six because it's all over the place. So my theory at the end of five, I don't know where you guys were, is that through her grief, she literally punched a hole looking for the brother into the multiverse and ripped him across. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, this is what's going to trigger the events of multiverse madness that she's basically punched a hole in space time and ripped the person across into their universe. <clears throat> and that's why we have that version of Pietro. Now, so remind me what happens to him in the series, in, in the X-Men movies. He lives all the way through. That's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't I think he yeah. lives. He's fine. He he lives, but and I remember I was so pissed about this whenever I saw the movie, specifically for this fact. Mm-hmm. That's why whenever I saw this, I was like, oh, because he for some reason was just fucking gone after the first 20 minutes of the movie and they never explained where he went and he was just fucking missing from every battle after that with no explanation wait mm-hmm. which wait hold on hold on which x-men in dark phoenix in dark phoenix he was in there for the first 20 minutes or so and then he was just fucking gone he did not die he was just fucking gone he got hurt a little bit by uh phoenix yeah but he was just gone and then I was like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. This, I'm I'm imagining now that this is my brain connecting dots. You know, who knows if I'm right. But just as, as Chu said, and, and I think um, with some evidence now from the next episode, I think that she did something like that where she kind of ripped a hole through the multiverse. I don't think it was as forceful as her, like, grabbing him in without any choice. It sounded like, he said that he heard her calling and came. Yeah. Yeah. And basically he went through and that's why he was gone from the rest of the the Dark Phoenix movie as well. I think that was maybe just convenient. It really was a fuck up on Dark Phoenix and it was just mm-hmm. convenient because I don't think they had prepared for that yet. But who knows? Maybe it was. Um, but yeah, I thought that that was like an amazing like explanation move right there that... Mm-hmm coincided with this episode here's Um, the problem is that immediately like a second after that is the first big hole in my theory and that is when she sees him when the facade is down is that he's dead riddled with bullet holes and that like so i can understand Mm -hmm. why he thinks he died that way because i know he's confusing with his dialogue because he seems to know that he's not the same pietro right but yeah, then other times yeah, yeah. he is like he's saying that he died from just walking out in the street and catching some bullets, which is how her actual brother died. And that's where you'd mm-hmm. go, okay, it makes mm-hmm. sense that she's making him think that the same way she's controlling everyone else's mind, like even visions, because we know that from episode six that 
he does not remember the Avengers or anything. She has wiped him completely. Yeah. So that makes sense. But then, yeah. like, you know, in yeah. the same sentence, he's admitted he isn't the same Pietro, but then he certainly looks like to her as the same Pietro, right? Because he, mm. she saw a yeah, dead I, him I, full of bullets. So now you're like, shit, what is happening? Here's, so I, th- go ahead. So here's a go question I was, I was trying to remember. In that scene when she saw him dead full of bullets, was he wearing the costume he was wearing at yes. the end of Age of Ultron? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was trying to remember if that was the case. Okay. Yeah. But the question is at so that point, my... is Mephisto manipulating her into seeing that? That's where the Mephisto angle comes back pretty strong that in that scene, that's more likely. But if that is true, mm-hmm. it doesn't make so... sense in the context of this universe for Pietro being cast as that actor because they are not aware of that universe. It just becomes a, a convenient mm-hmm. coincidence that the same actor is in both TV series, which would be a huge shame if that's the case. So both theories are incredibly imperfect right now. So uh, my my explana- my explanation for that, and I, I know it's it could easily be wrong, mm-hmm. but it's just my brain trying to fix it, um i think that that is just her kind of every once in a while she gets a crack in 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 the facade as well and i think it's more of an imagination thing that she's putting on like almost kind of like a traumatizing flashback and it's put onto vision um at that one point earlier on and i think that even though i know it's weird because it has the new pietro's face I think that that's once again her just having that traumatizing flashback of basically what, like, that person being dead. So you think it is multiverse Pietro? I think that it is multiverse Pietro. I think that he legitimately came through. I think that also makes sense for opening things up for Mm -hmm. the X-Men to come into the universe anyways. Yeah. So I feel like that would make sense for them to do that. Um, So, yeah, I, I do think that it's him. And judging from the things that he said, I feel like that makes it still line up more that way then it then things would be more confusing if it didn't work that way what do you think H? so that's where my brain goes i'm trying to think um i mean i you look like you're in I, zen meditation yeah mode. i'm trying yeah. to figure this yeah, out the only one on camera that we can see right now i'm like <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> all of this i mean i kind of wish your bear was on screen instead of you with your anime's character because watching a bear <laughs> trying to thoughtfully th- theory craft the marvel universe would be hilarious yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I mean the thing i'm going through is like i mean we're deep diving on this we're we're going round yeah, and round and round course. and like I'm, I'm always like what if it's just the simplest of things where they're just like look guys we just wanted to find a freaking way to bring in the fox x-men into this <laughs> shit and we're like yeah hey he's this guy now all right he looks different <laughs> just accept it it is just, what it yeah, is it is what it is why does he look different oh fuck i don't know he just looks different let's just go about yeah. it yeah <laughs> Well, I I, uh, I was going to say, like, I do think that this was kind of heavy handed on purpose because of that exact reason, though. Like, there's the layer of trying to make it work within the show. But I do think that outside of the show, they really just wanted him because he was obviously such a big hit yeah. with everyone in X-Men as that Quicksilver yeah. rather than the other one. And so they were like, oh, shit, now we have the ability to have him. Let's bring him in somehow fuck it, this looks like a good spot. Let's slap them in here and just make something work. I'm, so I do feel like there is a level of that that they're explaining away now. And I don't feel like we're, ev- because of that, 
I don't feel like we're ever going to get a perfect conclusion on it. But um, who, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, we still have what? Uh, was it two more? Three more episodes? Four more episodes? Three more. What are we at? Yeah. Three more? I think All it's right. nine. Okay. So we got three more episodes, which I mean... Who knows what's going to happen in those three episodes? Just think of all the, the, the amount of shit that was in six. I'm excited. It was mm. insane. Yeah. And kind of like YouTube Burger, uh, episode six was the first one where I got to the end of it going, wait, n- no. N- yeah. No, no, you come back here. Oh. You finish this right now. You know that it's gripping when my wife sitting next to me on the couch. So she's not having nerd battles with everyone. Like she enjoys mm-hmm. it, but she doesn't give a shit anywhere near as much as we do. Even uh-huh. she said, what the fuck? That's it now? <laughs> no. Yeah. That's when you know it's good. Yeah. 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 It's, um, I-, I will say another thing before I forget about it, just uh, for the Agnes thing, like there was also that scene where the weird scene with the, the rabbit that died. And Agnes like looked like she fucking killed that rabbit. Wait, the rabbit or the dog? Or was it the it dog? Was the it dog. was the dog. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. Mm. She had a rabbit too. Uh, I getting them confused. Um, but but yeah, she whenever the dog died, and I was like, mm. that's weird. Um, so once again, I feel like that was some weird kind of test. So I think that there is like credence to this. Agnes is really something, mm-hmm. and Mephisto's Ralph, and that makes so much more sense because they're you know husband or playing the parts of husband. And so, wife but here's here's the part that kind of throws all that off, right? Mm-hmm. You uh-huh. you get to the you know the end of the episode or near the end of the episode where Vision finds Alice or um, Agnes sitting there in the car at the end of the yeah, mm-hmm. and like she's lost and she she doesn't know, and then. You know, he pops. She her seems out. like it. She seems like. Well, it. Yeah. but again, then remember, he, he, he taps into a brain hole. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> <taps> <laughs> well, she remember hole. she does magic and shit. So, yeah. But but again, I think I mean, uh, yeah, it could all just be like, oh, she was just playing along or whatever. But still, it's just like there are layers upon layers upon layers that just make this a, a mind fuck. Yeah. I mean, she didn't like the thing that because that, that's obviously like they put that in, in there to 100 percent throw you off from Agnes at that point. I'm just not super convinced that I think that they are trying to get you off the scent of Agnes now on purpose. But she's not her reaction was not the same as anyone else's reaction. Her reaction was was still pretty calm and collective. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it was just a little too sketchy. Obviously, she was pretending like, I mean, if she was pretending, it, like it's either one of two things. She was pretending like she didn't know what was happening and she was questioning him and kind of poking holes in, in him and his his way of thinking. She was still pretty cryptic with the things that she was saying, though. Could So I don't know. I'm not I'm not convinced. Well, it's funny because if they do that, like it's a red herring in plain sight because she's literally dressed yeah. as a witch at that point in time. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah oh yeah that's true <laughs> right um, i just think that and then does the big there. wicked west uh wicked witch of the west cackle which yeah. is obviously that that scene yeah you forget how much of that scene was in the trailer remember like leading yeah. in you went in thinking oh this chick's definitely the bad guy right because she's like yeah. you're dead you're an avenger for some reason you don't know that um you know and then it really gets into the weeds so yeah Mm-hmm. One of the well, there's two big questions uh, that we really got touched into with this final episode. Like we're really getting all the mystery boxes starting to open. So there's two questions coming in as well, right? One of the biggest ones is: Is Vision really back from the dead? Right? right. Number one. Yeah. He crawls out of that 
Hex at the end of this yep. episode. Yep. And immediately starts breaking down. Yeah. Right. Do you think that answers the question that he's dead? Yes. Yeah, I, I think he is dead. Yeah. 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 I think the only way he can survive, like, that he starts decaying so rapidly whenever he gets out of there. And that's why everything, all those pieces and shit were flying, you know, back in mm -hmm. um, to the to the thing. Now that so, brings yeah, it back to think, that, too, is that uh -huh. very early on when Vision kind of starts getting some ideas about what might be a bit weird. And he says, we can go anywhere we want. And she says, no, we can't. We have to stay here. Here. Yeah. Why yeah. Westview? Why do they have to be in Westview, right? Yeah. Is it yeah. the fact that, you know, he has to be close to Wanda? Is that what's keeping him alive? Why did she break in and steal Wanda and take him to a place in the middle of America that she had no attachment to? Why there? There's something there that's keeping Vision alive, and that's why she had to do this there. The question is, what is it? Yeah. Well, so the I think the well, first of all, Westview's in New Jersey, right? Yeah, not quite middle America, but all right. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm like the fuck I know, right? It's like me saying, "Oh, it's set in Alice Springs." You'd be like, "What the fuck is I don't know what yeah. is that?" I, I just know. wanted to point that out. Um, Although it's well, I think that there's there's like two like layers. There's the there's the more obvious layer, and then yeah, there's the more menacing layer, which is like the more obvious layer is he can't leave because like she says that they have to stay there. Cause that's where she she set up her bubble. Yeah. So that's where it's going to have to be. And he has to stay there. The more menacing one, or, or I guess curious question would be like, is there a reason why she had to set her bubble up there? Yeah. Which is, I think what you were alluding to too. So, um, yeah, I mean, those are good questions. I don't think we, we don't know the exact answer yet. My, my theory is that there is a, um, like how should i say i think that she was working with either agnes and then agnes was working with mephisto or she was working directly with mephisto and agnes was working with mephisto um beforehand and they agreed to kind of help her get this wipe going this clean slate going where she would be wiped too and she doesn't remember that yet She's still, you know, overall, like still learning, like how deep this rabbit hole goes. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously she's aware that she has something to do with this, but she's still confused. Uh, if if you recall, like she even talks about it earlier, like she didn't remember how how it started. So I have a feeling that like she made a deal with with one of them um, to kind of start this up. And she just doesn't remember that part. Mm. So that's that's my thought on that part. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think something tells me that, like, if it is Agatha, that she's been the deal maker because for whatever reason, Mephisto was destroyed by someone and that, like, the pieces or whatever is left behind, that's where it's buried, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. it has to be there to access that power, right? I don't think Wanda yeah. knows the extent of it, but my guess is episode eight, so I'm jumping forward to here, I think episode eight will be the snap back in time after something big that happens in the next episode where you find out the events just before Wanda went to break out vision. And I'm guessing yeah, it's Agatha or Mephisto saying, what if I told you there was a way to bring him back? Mm. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. And explaining that and showing how that got set up and how the hex comes. Now, I don't understand the hex magic side as much as I probably should as a nerd of Scarlet Witch. (laughs) But is that tied to Mephisto? Is he like the the hex chaos magic as well? I uh, know. I thought that. I thought that was just a reference to Wanda's powers. Well, she has like different I energy she can Agatha tap related. into, apparently. Um, mm. And I know that exploring her hex magic has been in the synopsis for um, Doctor Strange two for about six months. Like we know okay. that canonically they're setting this up because I think Feige even like sort of sniffed that this was going to be happening at some point. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so. I, I think uh, I think that it's definitely the situation where it's related to like hex magic from. Yeah, like, well, I mean Agatha the the fact that stuff. they've mentioned hex a few times now, the shape of the whole you know illusion is in a hex as well, and mm-hmm. the, even on the whiteboard they were writing out like what does a hexagon have to do with it with a question mm-hmm. mark. Yeah. So yeah, they're definitely drawing attention to it. And I think her grief is powering things. I think somehow her definitely. grief definitely. is empowering Mephisto is kind of where my head's going at now i i have this weird theory that the the two storylines of and let's jump into i guess where we think this is going to go now because we're kind of up to date mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah i think so. i've got this feeling that it's both i think it's mephisto mm-hmm. and i think it's um uh multiverse meets house of m so do you guys know the yeah. house of m storyline mm-hmm. well yes i do i've heard of it yeah yeah do you remember why she is so upset that leads to her grief just like destroying the mutants no i don't remember why she just chooses to destroy the mutants i just know that now i may have this wrong all right so Mm -hmm. nerds don't judge me but i believe it's because mephisto comes back and reabsorbs the two missing pieces of his soul which are her kids which are her kids that he destroys uh wiccan and uh let's say speed it is speed um it is speed okay um in the process so i'm wondering whether like because when she got real griefy in this last one look at how far the hex expanded she just went nuclear like Mm -hmm. absorbed all these other people in and like now there's a circus on the outside of town (laughs) let me take my let me take my big shot of where my head's at the moment I think that uh, that is Petra from the multiverse that literally somehow they've punched that hole. I think that Mephisto is definitely manipulating the events of what is going on right now. And perhaps Pietro is aware somehow. Like I'm starting to think that maybe that Pietro is not Mephisto, but for some reason, a mm-hmm. part of him knows that. Whether it was Mephisto yeah. that actually reached through using Wanda's powers to bring him in, I don't know. I think we're going to see that event happen where the two kids get killed and then she goes fucking nuclear. And that's where basically she creates this catastrophic event across the multiverse that literally writes the whole mutant things in. And we get a modified house of M Mm -hmm. where basically she destroys all the mutants on another world. And the refugees from that world come through and that gives us our X-Men. Hmm. So that's a good that's a good theory. That's a good shot. <laughs> my my shot would be that is well, it's either one of one of two things, but they're both slightly different from yours. 
I think that she is going, all of the people inside of this are going to become mutants because they had already talked about well, that's a good that, shot. Um, that mutation from, uh, what's her name? Monica. Monica. Yeah, Monica Rambo. Or no, not Monica Rambo. Yeah, it Monica? No, it's Rambo, Monica. Yeah. 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 The daughter? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, from her, I think that they're all going to become mutants. And then either A, it's kind of like a house and reversal where she creates the mutants, period, and that's where it ends. Or she's going to create them, and then at some point, probably in the multiverse madness, she's going to feel so bad that she created all this chaos of these new mutants. She's going to kill them all, and the X-Men are going to come in from the multiverse and say, fuck you for killing mutants, and try to fuck with uh, with Wanda. Hmm. That's my sh- One of those two, that's my shot. Interesting. I think her creating mm, mutants by accident is definitely a viable theory. I think yeah, that yeah. first part is definitely sure viable after episode six, for sure. But that means Monica yeah. Rambo is our first mutant. Yeah. yeah, that's what I figured that that was. Yeah, that's for sure what's going to happen. Because I one of you guys had told me before that she becomes a mutant, that she's a mutant in the comics. Who? Or not not a mutant, but that she becomes a, a hero in the comics. Wait, who, who are you talking um, about? The daughter of... Oh, Monica uh, Rambo? Monica Rambo, yeah. One of you guys told me that she becomes a hero in the comics. So I was like, oh, okay. And whenever they gave that, oh, like she's mutating herself, like um, by being in there, I'm like, oh, this is how she gets yes. it. She's going to get like mutant powers. She gets the power. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's expanding. And now she's going to make all these people in there fucking mutants afterwards when it's all said and done. So, I mean, I agree yeah. with the possibility of her being the one to create the mutants. That actually does make sense. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, again, I don't know how much we're going to get into seeing the multiverse in this particular show but right, I know so what i said as well by the way the peaks of that i think we'll see in doctor strange i probably oh, shouldn't yeah. mention that i think that this yeah. all ends this season with mephisto sucking the kids back into himself killing them and then watching her trigger something massive that leads to the intervention of doctor strange i i reckon benedict yeah. cumberbatch is in the final episode of wandavision yeah, they did say they did. There yeah, is a, a tease teaser. for a major character. They've already said that already. Well, Monica keeps so, teasing her contact too, which I yeah. think we're going to find out who that is yeah. in the next episode oh, to get her back uh, into the hex. I think we all know who that is, right? Who, who do you no, think? Does anyone have a shot at this? Yeah. I have a shot. At I this. said to I Mr. said to Maria, I think it's Hawkeye, but I think I'm wrong. Nah, Mister Fantastic. No, he was Man, the one that how was explained that he's there though if that's the case. That it's going to write them in as emerging now? No, I think that this is before the fantastic stuff happens, before they uh But remember, uh, but I mean, how how could she's... people not know who Reed Richards is with his brain? Like there's yeah. no way he could have been part of this world the whole time. She's... Well, that's what they said earlier though. She had said there's only one uh like physicist or something I can think of that can that can that, that would know mm-hmm. this. That's whenever I think that they were teasing Reed Richards. Yeah. And whenever they were Man. talking about like going and getting someone, I was like, oh, they're going to go get him. No, I think it's somebody and I don't know different. if he's going to. Do I don't know if is? he's going to be. Well, I know I am like very positive that she was at least teasing him at that point. That when she was like, there's only one other person yeah. I know that would be. If he's existed in the Marvel Universe this whole time, I'm going to need a fucking explanation. Unless, unless <laughs> they're playing him young. If they're playing him young and he's just graduated university, is this evolving mind? Then sure. But how Tony Stark wouldn't have been aware of a kid like that on the up and up and brought him in. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, he brought in Spider-Man, like a kid yeah. from, you know, Queens who swings around with a web. There's no way he wouldn't have been trying to groom Reed Richards. In like New there's York. a lot that people well, are going to have to convince me with a storyline as to why people wouldn't have been aware of him at this point. Well, let, let me ask you this. I, I I don't know if they, they would have necessarily had to make people aware of him. Like, I would think that is the case if he was already Mr. Fantastic. But if he hasn't gone through the situation to make him Mr. Fantastic, I don't know if they... Canonically, he is like the smartest, one of the though. smartest beings in the Marvel Universe. He's smarter yeah. than Stark. Right. Right. Yeah. So he would be successful. I'm not saying that he's not successful. I'm just like, I don't know if they would have pulled him in because he's not a superhero yet. So... That's just, I don't know if they would have pulled so him what in. Like, the only people that they pulled in It feels like so far, Fury may have gone to have a chat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I could see, I mean, I could see Fury might have done it and he turned him down and it just wasn't on screen. So here's like, here's the I other thing about it though, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the, the age of Mr. Fantastic is like, what, slightly older than Tony? Yeah. So even, you know, so you're right. You know, Chu was right. By now, Stark would have known about Reed Richards. Even before he like the events happen, I'm not to saying turn he doesn't him know into, about him though. I'm saying he probably does know about him. I'm just saying that they probably haven't contacted yeah, him. Yeah, if they he's do this, they're gonna have to go back hero. and retcon some stuff. Like they're gonna have to give us like a flashback episode of, oh yeah, no, Nick Fury met with him that one time, and you know he's been secretly working for Shield. You know, as a scientist, he's like one of our big tech guys. Oh, he invented that big MacGuffin that saved the day that time. Don't you guys remember that? You know, that, they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to do that kind of shit if you're right. Is what I'm saying. I think that I would. I would be satisfied if they if they did that. Like, like if he was a superhero and they never mentioned him and he was super smart. Like, I totally get like why not mentioning him would be weird, but. The only people that they've ever called, because there's tons of super smart people in that universe that are like known, but the only person that they've ever called have been really intelligent people that have also have superpowers. Mm. So I'm not surprised. Well, by Foggy that, was on record pre-Fox acquisition saying that Shuri is the most intelligent being in the MCU. And the, but the only reason why we know about her is because she's related to someone who is a superhero that they did bring in. Mm. either way what, what about you hooch what's your theory about what's going to happen or who the friend is see uh unfortunately uh, i don't have as creative a mind as you guys do to be going like what's going to happen in the future so i'm just hanging on for the ride <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's the better position honestly instead of like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen yeah and you're like yeah man i can't wait to see what happens (laughs) well see you're trying to think as well of like who would she know so in the time that she grew up who would she know so you know the mom had ties with shield back then yeah so fury is a distinct possibility that's one of the things i was thinking was maybe it was fury but remember it's she said to get back into the hex not to stay on you know to stay on the base on sword if it was fury fury would have the power to keep her Mm -hmm. in you know, in, in contact or in sword or whatever mm-hmm. and, and force mm-hmm. the director to be like, no, you need to clue her in, I think. Mm-hmm. But she's talking about getting back into the hex. That so sounds like they need a really That smart happened after. She said, I've in. got an idea after they saw that old mate had a top-down view. Mm-hmm. Right? Which I mm-hmm. wonder if in her brain she's thinking, well, I might not be able to go through the wall, but I can go over it. And we know that obviously who's been running all the... Uh, like off Avengers missions in the last little while was Falcon. 
Like Falcon was sort uh, of in that park for a while as well. So he's a possibility, oh, but yeah, less likely. Up. It also gives them a loose kind of chance to create a tenuous link between this and the next product. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to be him because he could literally come, pick her up, fly her over the hex, drop her in, away he goes, theoretically. Well, the, the hex, I thought the hex, the, the wall, the hex extended pretty high. Like you To a certain point, yeah. But the question is like, you know, can he just like, you know, hold a rope and like put it down? I'm not saying this is the strongest of my theories, boys, <laughs> just so we're clear, right? <laughs> this um, one's fucking iron. <laughs> I'm literally just going from idea to idea. I'd say that Fury's the strongest. Um... I'm trying to think of who else is like in that Captain Marvel related. I mean, it's not going to be Kamala because I think they're going to introduce her storyline as we go. But she, yeah. I know that Monica Rambeau is is going to be a big part of the Miss Marvel story in the movie yeah. that they yeah, do there. That. So we know that's coming. So yeah, I don't know who else it could be. Um, I mean, don't, don't be point. shocked if it is Doctor Strange. Right? I'm about to say it could but be Monica, Strange. Why would Monica right. know Stephen Strange? Exactly. That, that's my question. I don't well, think it's but... him for this. Oh, let's see. I would say the only way that that's possible is if, like, he's kind of known in the network of S.W.O.R.D. And since she was kind of really high up in S.W.O.R.D. before the Mm. blip, she might have known a little bit about him. That's the only way I think it's... I don't think it is him, but I think that that's the only justification for it at that point. I'm trying to think who else she would know who would be able to do and pull something off, like getting her in... Because I guess maybe I guess it's Ant Man. Mm. Yeah. Well, does she know? Does she know Scott Lang? Don't know. I don't think so. I mean, Scott know. Lang is basically useless, realistically. So. <laughs> no, Lang's a pretty smart they, guy. They made him. No, well, I in the first movie he was a pretty smart guy. In the second movie, and every time that we've seen him afterwards, he's a fucking joke. <laughs> oh God! He literally like I. I actually hate the fact that they they made him like into like a, a pretty like smart dude. They gave him credence in the first one, and then after that, without Ant Man, the yeah. blip would never happen. That's the point. Ant Man <laughs> still saved the day. With that, Wait, no, no, no. Back, without the back rat, to the future, not, not Ant Man. Back to the future logic. Without too. the rat, the rat was the hero. Correct. The rat. Yeah, the rat. But then, then there's the a whole series on. of things like who is oh, the guy right. that left the leftover that's taco right. to attract the rat? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a. I think it all comes down that <laughs> yeah, yeah. that guy that does the epic rant at the end the of the Ant Man movies. He th- he inadvertently saved yeah. the MCU. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, man. If they don't have him doing like the opening season recaps for every Disney Plus show, I'm gonna fucking riot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would I still good. love the meme of him talking about 2020. Oh man, that's oh, pretty yeah, good. Do, All yeah. right, any other theories about uh, this, or if not theories, what would you like to see in the uh, last three? Episodes? The rest of the episodes released at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last three episodes <laughs> released at the same time. That would that's really clear some things up yeah, for us. I want to see the last three um, episodes now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess one question that I have that's kind of lingering is, do you guys think that this is going to be like a one-off season? I mm, think so. I, like, is this a one and done? Yeah, I think, I, I think so. one I division think is. I think all yeah. of the Marvels. But, I mean, okay. are, have they indicated that any of them are going to get a second season? Well, I, would imagine I think things like Hawkeye like, could. I think things like Miss Marvel could. Like, I think okay, a lot yeah. of those platforms uh, are good for serials, but, like... I I personally think Vision's dead at the end of this, and then that's going to be the driving narrative yeah. for oh, uh, Scarlet Witch to move on to the next thing. I think One Division is a hundred percent a single. 
Loki, I do think you could do recurring with what they're setting up there with the whole time agency. I think that's definitely a possibility yeah. for one. Mm-hmm. I do think Winter Soldier I think that one and should. um and Bucky is Bucky a one and done Soldier. because yeah. I think at the end of this, one of them is Captain America. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Better be Bucky because Falcon. Oh Jesus! Uh, oh God! Yeah, oh. so much racism <laughs> <in> this guy. <laughs> Throwing the card. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I think that's the case. Uh, I, I think Vision's dead. Uh, at the end of this so uh that's gonna happen i think i've kind of outlined i think what i want I is the big hint i, I want to know how the, the mutants are coming in and i think this is the vehicle that sets it up so <laughs> yeah for sure that's my number one and look another couple of big yeah, cameos for they're definitely gonna bring that in for sure i'd love to see a couple of big more cameos yeah did it did i mean did the best thing about it is did anyone even think that we would be sniffing the mutants and other aspects of the Fox acquisition in this show. Kind of, um, yeah. I mean, this early, from early on, House of M so. was a strong possibility. I think a few of us thought like this, you know, there might be like a Mr. Sinister almost angle to this, you know, where perhaps he mm-hmm. wasn't a mutant to begin with, but like manipulating this leading to those events, he inadvertently mm-hmm. became one slash okay. created them. So not mm-hmm. really, but kind of, yeah. Okay. I am going to go ahead and say like for characters I would like to to bring in mm-hmm. in this I I would hope that the guy that they're going to go get Gambit. Oh, to go get oh, Gambit. But the mutants aren't there yet everything's though. Solved. But fucking yeah. They've they've solved all What's the problems. What's he going to do? He's going to walk up to this giant hex hole. and he's going to go I'm going to book it with my <laughs> stick, eh? You know, that's what that's true. <laughs> throw a card at it, dude. Charge <laughs> that shit. Throw a card yeah. right He's going to come with an Uno card, <laughs> throw it at the wall and go, "Yeah, I tried." And then go home. That's what's going to happen. Fucking Gambit. <laughs> nah, dude. He can do he can do fucking anything. It's like, "Oh, let me try Unlock, a plus 4 he, card he this time." <laughs> he hasn't met Mr. Sinister yet, dude. He hasn't he hasn't been locked behind the uh, partial lobotomy yet. It's because he doesn't he exist. You need to start working on who is your dream casting for Gambit while we're on the topic. You're, you're right. I probably do. I mean, it, that's such a tall order, dude. Like, mm. I mean, I don't envy the task of whatever that actor is going to be. There's I'll a few of the guys that have the accent to. pretty close to nailed in the True Blood series. Mm, yeah. But they're stained by True Blood. Yeah, oh, that's God. true. That show. So. Oh come on! <laughs> oh, is yours the final season though? Anyone from yeah, the yeah. final season was pretty rough. <laughs> you know it's bad when they're actually writing uh, in there, shitting on the show, like where they revealed that yeah, the main exactly. character was, and she played Rogue, by the way. Um, when yeah, she I reveals remember. that she's actually a fairy, she's gone. Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yeah. That is so gay, right? That was literally <laughs> I, the words hate- out of her character's mouth. You know. Yeah, I hated that actress too. I was so glad what? that she isn't going to be sticking around as Rogue. Like, like I, I don't like her for Rogue, but she's a great actress. Anna Paquin, yeah, Anna, come on, Anna now. Paquin, come on. Yeah, neither. Certainly not what a good the Rogue. Fuck Thank is God your problem? Rogue, We're not going to start one of these debates at the end of an episode because we we you know, <laughs> no, just no. Anna Paquin, I will not have you tarnish her name right now. We're moving on. <laughs> don't you talk to my woman like that? Yeah. Um, All right, boys. But yeah, no. I, I think we, we we got some good good stuff. Going I'm not gonna here, lie. I think there's gonna be so much happening in the next couple of episodes. While you guys are saying we're not gonna do this again till the last episode is done, I dare <laughs> say there's a chance we'll be back with this next week. I really. <laughs> I mean, I'm totally down. Like I could talk about the show, like especially like 
on a new episode. For yeah, we'll have a think about hour. it. But look, Easy. the fans have to let us know. Have you guys enjoyed this episode or girls? Let us know over on discord.me forward slash A&R or rating and reviewing on iTunes, obviously, is a way of doing it because you can do that for specific episodes as well. And hey, look, of course, we know you really loved that if you actually got your wallet out of your pocket, of course, because we see that on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. If you're really, really enjoying the stuff that we're doing and you'll get access to the the mega cut uh, version of this, which was unedited, where we recorded a few episodes in one. I think that's going to do it, boys. I'm so excited for next Friday. I can't even talk about it. Same. Dude, oh, cannot wait. Seriously. Cannot wait. You know, yeah. between BlizzCon <laughs> and this, it's going to be rough. Uh, this wins. I like, am, if oh, yeah, it was yeah, BlizzCon, yeah, yeah. If this was BlizzCon this, 10 BlizzCon. years ago, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm <laughs> masturbating all weekend, right? Now yeah. it's just kind of like, yeah, I'll watch WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Same boys. Here. All right, well, thanks for listening, <laughs> folks. Uh, thanks to Hooch. Hey, not a problem. Great time. Thanks to Hebrew. Yep, no problem. I've been Chewbacca84, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Cheers. <laughs>